Hey there. This week, May 13th, the 17th only, I will be rerunning a special series about conscious and intentional manifestation based on Eckhart Tolle's relaunch of his top-rated online course called The Spiritual Guide to Conscious Manifestation. Now, he typically runs this every year, but it's been on hiatus since June of 2021. So I wanted to, you know, celebrate this relaunch because it's such a popular series and he has so much wisdom and insight to share on the topic. And he's of higher consciousness, according to ConsciousnessCalibrations.com, which should be no wonder to any of us. So... In addition to this special five-part series I'm doing on the podcast this week, which you're going to hear references maybe to 2021, so ignore those because this is my preemptive shot at letting you know that's the case. But Eckhart has two free five-part mini-series that he always does with uh, launches of his online course. You can see his teaching style and what you're going to learn. And the first one is called The Power of Conscious Manifestation. And the second one is How to Consciously Manifest in Today's World. You can get instant access to both of these in the links in the podcast notes below or simply go to themindbodyspiritnetwork.com on our homepage. It's our featured uh, top billing event for the month of May. So you'll see it right on top and you can get access to all that good stuff there. Now, on to today's episode. Hey there. It's time for another 1001 Ways of Being to let go of, as it doesn't serve you in the long run. And this week, it's my second 1001 Ways of Being to Let Go of episode called Breaking Free unraveling the traps of workaholism for a conscious and balanced life. But before I get started, my name is Liz Garcia. I'm your happy host here of your weekly dose of higher consciousness and founder and editor-in-chief of the MindBodySpiritNetwork.com, which brings you this podcast. My intentions for these episodes are to put things into context based on a scale of human consciousness and really shore up your energy fields with understanding where truth and power exist and understanding where no power exists, which is what these letting go episodes are all about. Understanding there's no power hanging out in these vibrations. And I do this by sharing calibrations of different impersonal energy fields so you can make better choices based on your own intentions for life. But before I get into today's 1001 Ways of Being to Let Go Of, I just want to mention that I put together a swell prize for you that I'll share at the end of this episode that will help you break free from the energetic grips of the lower consciousness of workaholism and this form of victimhood. And this is not a judgment or opinion, it's just an acknowledgement that any lower energy field is a form of victimhood in one way or another that we all need to take a closer look at. So I want you to stick around for the end for that little goodie. So again, today's 1001 way of being to let go of is workaholism. And I'm going to read some stuff to you 
to see if it sounds familiar and something that you may need to take a closer look at. And you may not be a workaholic, but you may have tendencies towards it. So I want to help you kind of turn turn the compass to what you really want and let go of these possible tendencies. So again, today's 1001 way of being to let go of is workaholism. And it has an energetic, low-vibe grip on your life, keeping you stuck in lower consciousness and stress. And it's also a compulsion to work excessively long and hard hours. And according to ConsciousnessCalibrations.com, workaholism calibrates at 170 on the scale of consciousness, or 10 to the 170th power. Now, remember, lower consciousness is anything below 200, And this is not a judgment or opinion, but a measurement of the energy fields that are, by nature, negatively oriented, downward pulling, and destructive. And it infects and corrupts all areas of your life, including the cells of your body. So let's discuss the concept of workaholism and what it is to see if you recognize these patterns in your own life or someone else's life or not. So it's a behavioral pattern characterized by an excessive and compulsive focus on work. It involves a strong drive to constantly work, an inability to detach from work-related activities, and an overwhelming preoccupation with job-related responsibilities. Workaholics often prioritize work above all else, including personal relationships, leisure activities, and self-care. These characteristics, from my understanding of consciousness, are simply the outward expression of inner turmoil, struggle, and resistance that must still be addressed. And it's likely subconscious and repressed and suppressed stuff throughout your life. So if you got this stuff running in your energy field, this suppression of lower consciousness emotions, trapped emotions and feelings and false beliefs, to choose workaholism to kind of hide behind all that, you, you don't necessarily know that you're doing it. It's just simply me pointing out to you today that, hey, I need to take a look at that because people keep calling me a workaholic. And there's a difference between workaholism and hardworking, inspiration and success, okay? So the difference energy field that we're going to point out later in the podcast here. So I just want to point it out. And again, you don't want to blame and shame yourself if you're feeling this way. But this is just one way to hide it. And you may not know that you're hiding it or you're denying something that needs to be addressed. So to choose workaholism isn't such a bad thing as opposed to like a drug addiction and alcoholism. It's really more destructive. But in any event, they're all destructive. We're just trying to help you take a look at these things and understand it for yourself and have compassion for others because there's other things going on that need to be addressed. And now that I've been working with the, the emotion code and the body code and I've done um, four special episode on the emotion code to understand what's going on in our consciousness and energy fields that are hidden that need to be released in order to move forward in any significant way in life. 
and I understand how challenging this could be, but it's something to look at, and if you really want to get rid of it, I have tools to help you move through this stuff and wake up to them. And um, there's so many hidden determinants of your behavior, you know, which I'm experiencing in the body code. I mean, you can't imagine stuff that you inherited or what is trapped there from throughout your life that you could have picked up when you were five years old or whatever. It's fascinating. And then you can learn to have love and compassion for yourself. You're like, I, I didn't know I'm doing the best I can now. So that's my advice in the short run is always remind yourself, I'm doing the best that I can right now. And the energy of that can help you move through workaholism as well. So that's another topic, but I'm just going to mention it. So let's get back to the fact that in modern society, workaholism has become increasingly prevalent due to several factors. The first is the rise of technology and globalization that's created a hyper-connected world where work can easily infiltrate personal lives, blurring the boundaries between work and leisure. I mean, that's, you know, you, you walk around with your laptop and a phone in your ear, there's no boundaries. And I like to, I usually just put my phone, I don't, I don't connect to my cell phone. That's one of the reasons for it. And it's unnecessary to constant, constantly have to be in contact with me. It's, it's unnecessary. It's not it's excessive. Another thing that uh, kind of uh, contributes to this workaholism thing is the pressure to succeed, achieve career goals, and meet societal expectations can contribute to this workaholic mindset. And again, remember the lower consciousness, this 170 energy field, is something other than the whole, you know, the pressure to succeed builds is attracted by this lower field of uh it's really a a field of unworthiness that needs to be dealt with uh for the most part but we'll get to that in a second so this is just another thing that contributes to the workaholic thing if you're running lower consciousness about yourself it can be a match to become a workaholic And finally, the fear of job insecurity or the desire for any type of financial gain can drive individuals to adopt workaholic tendencies. And believe you me, I am very familiar with this category, and I see what the energy is, and I choose to make better choices, which I'm going to help you do in a minute. So here's uh, more that contributes to this problem is societal norms often celebrate busyness and productivity. And um, it would be so interesting for you to know that multitasking is like a badge of honor today in this world. But in reality, the energy of it is a self-destructive, low-vibe activity Reinforcing the idea that working longer hours and sacrificing personal time is a sign of dedication and success. These are new societal norms which are self-destructive and doesn't serve the company or you in the long run. So multitasking is going to go on of one of my 1,001 ways to let go of multitasking. It's low vibe. It was fun to, to discover that one. And interesting to see that it's the energy of an energy field that I've been trapped in. It's part of that energy field. 
And I let go of multitasking a while ago, kind of, I guess, intuitively knowing or just leaving that field. I wasn't attracted to it anymore because um, it just you're not present when you're multitasking, right? You're scattered energies. You're not focused. You need focused energies for success in the world to be a masterful manifester. So cultural reinforcement of workaholism totally can make it challenging for you to recognize its negative impact on your well-being and overall quality of life, right? It's mass consciousness of this that you get kind of sucked into. And it's important to note that while hard work and ambition can be positive traits and hard working is of higher consciousness, uh, which it's actually 200 on the map of consciousness. Ambition, I couldn't find a calibration for that, but ambition is kind of um, seemingly positively oriented uh, energy, and maybe I've found persistence. I think persistence is around 210, so that could be be tied into the energy of ambition, but I think ambition might be a little bit higher, you know, seeking um, excellence could be, well, it depends on what the energy, what the ambition is for, like what's the energy of it, who knows. So I didn't find it that, I think there's better fields to align with than ambition even, more like inspiration is a high vibe at 395, to be inspired as opposed to be ambitious, uh, is likely a stronger attractor field. So beyond, so work workaholism goes beyond healthy dedication. Healthy is 360, 170 is not healthy, and becomes an all-consuming behavior that leads to stress, burnout, strained relationships, and a diminished sense of fulfillment. That's the energy, 170. You're in an energy field that creates this. It's up to you. I'm giving you the tools now to say, okay, i got to choose a better energy field and put my focus on that, which may sound uh, easier said than done, but if I can do it, you can do it. So I want to take a look at other things that are of the same or close energy field. So that you can recognize if you've got this running, then you're kind of in this field of attraction, right? You're in this magnetic field of energy where everything around you is going to be, you're going to be like, oh, I do that and I do that and I do that. And then you're like, okay, Liz told me I'm in 170 and I've got all the 170 symptoms going on. So forget the the label of workaholism, what else is going on in this energy field. So unworthiness is the first thing. I mean, most of these lower fields has something to do with unworthiness. And unworthiness is 165, which is a different energy field, but unworthiness kind of infects all of the lower fields, is my guess, and feeling. Other things that to look for is if you're going around in circles, right? You're not getting anything done. You can't focus, and you're just kind of spinning your wheels. That's 170. Over-talking is 170. Overthinking is 170. Racing mind, you know, the, the uh, hamster on the wheel, going, 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 and stuff is just flying out everywhere, that wheel, and not you're not holding it together. 
And procrastination is another low energy field of 170. Again, this is not a judgment, and don't blame and shame yourself for you're in this field. I'm just pointing it out, and this is what I do for myself. I'm like, oh my God, I was in the field of 195. I had stuff I was doing and being and and feeling in that field for years. And I'm like, oh gosh, no wonder. i got to get out of here. Like, get the hell out of Dodge. You can make that conscious choice. I'm like, oh my God, i got to stop doing this. So, you're simply spinning and you need to let go of this impersonal magnetic field of attraction and realign yourself with better intentions. That's the solution. Like, you want success in life, don't we all? But if you're hanging out in workaholism, there's no energy to be successful there. It just, you know, it's, it's futile. So you've got to make a better choice and, and let go of this field of energy. So hardworking is a quantum step up from workaholism at 200, right? Now you're in a constructive energy field. So let go of the workaholism because it doesn't help you or the company. I mean, you're bordering on losing your job. With that, that's, it, that's the energy of that. That's loss of income is, I think, 160. So it's no wonder you feel it. Like you're feeling like you're going to lose your job. You're better off letting go of these lower energies and stepping into just being hardworking and of higher mind, right? These are kind of better energy fields as opposed to just working harder is 200. It's good, but it's still a slippery slope on the edge of lower consciousness, right? Hardworking is. Working overtime is also 200. It's fine. It's constructive, but it's not necessarily, it's not the energy of success. You've got to work smarter, not harder, right? Use, use the higher mind to help you make better choices on how you do your work, what kind of work you choose to do, and how can you make a better strategy for yourself by using calibrations to help you get out of there. Playfulness is far more constructive and fun at 395, and it's the energy of success. Worldly success is 375, which is a quantum leap above hardworking. So there's something to it to, to understand. This is like, you know, you're, we always hear, love what you do, right? If you love what you're doing and having fun, the energy supports success, And the lower mind and the egoic mind and the egoic binds of workaholism, um, don't believe it (laughs) because you're not in the field of it yet, right? So if you're having fun elsewhere in your life, you know, kind of grab onto that. Use that to your advantage. Like, you know, it's kind of like a chemistry experiment. Like grab some of that energy field, give your attention to that. If you have something powerful elsewhere in your life, use it towards your work. So here's some other energy fields that are kind of, um, can help you get out of workaholism. The energy field of mutually, mutually beneficial is 225. This is win-win energy. Workaholism, there's no win-win there at all. Uh, definitely does not a win for you. 
taking charge of your life is 240. You got to decide I'm not going to be a victim to workaholism. I'm going to take charge of my life and I'm going to take a look at feelings of unworthiness. How can I let them go? And a great a little exercise to how to let unworthiness go is to just sit down and write everything that you've done successfully in your life. Many things. Even just helping another person like or one interaction that was successful and helped another. Like you've got more than enough in your life, more than enough proof that you're worthy and you've got the energy of worthiness innate to you. It's just a great start to remind yourself what you've accomplished throughout your life. And here's the one I really love. Accept that you are doing the best that you can every day. The energy of this is 500. It just feels better. And if you're in a workaholism energy field, when you start saying this to yourself, I'm doing the best that I can every day, say it every day, three times a day, that energy is going to soften the resistance and the struggle and the egoic bind of it. And you're going to be able to step into hard working, as an example. Like, choose that. Or choose, I'm going to have fun at work now. And I'm going to, I'm going to stop work. I'm going to disconnect when I get home. And that's just what, you're going to make a decision. Because this decision to stop working, disconnect, and relax, and remind yourself, at 5 o'clock, you're going to say, I did the best that I could today, and I'm going home now. The energy of that statement is going to make it easier for you to actually do that. Go home, disconnect, have dinner, watch a movie. <laughs> okay? So you got to stop accepting unworthiness at 165 and fear is 75. Those energy fields hold no power. They hold no truth as to what you really are in consciousness. And be unwilling to accept them for yourself anymore. Right? That's my. I'm like, I'm... I made the decision I'm not going to accept victimhood anymore because I'm not a victim. I'm not going to accept being a victim. I'm not going to accept others being victims, even though I understand why you would feel that way. But I'm not going to support you in those beliefs. And if you don't like that, you can stop listening now. <laughs> okay. Now, these episodes are called A Thousand and One Ways of Being to Let Go Of because none of this stuff serves you in the long run. And none of the labels really are what's going on. I'm just telling you there's other things going on that are creating the outward expression of what's really going on that you need to take a look at. Now, I don't want you to blame and shame yourself for feeling it or experiencing it. It's part of life, right? You wouldn't know any better in the absence of consciousness calibrations. I'm here to help you just become aware of it and learn how to let it go. So this is my segue to today's Swell Prize. I created a curated content page about how to let go. And I've done videos and podcasts and blog posts and I've curated other people's um, tools and resources and techniques help you let go. 
one I have four let's see is it four key things that I've used to let go which you'll find one of them is the emotion code huge and the body code which I haven't covered yet but they're they work together this is the biggest shift in my consciousness that I've had in 20 years by using these tools in the past I have used EFT tapping which I'm going to do an entire episode about this uh, it's going to be episode 154, which wasn't created at the time of this recording. So we're going to find about out about, you'll get resource, resources for EFT tapping. It's a very helpful tool. Um, and the mechanism of letting to go, which is a superpower in consciousness, which is Dr. Hawkins' mechanism of letting go. Those three things have been my top tools for letting go of trapped and suppressed stuff. So, and all of them are tools of significant higher consciousness. They've been calibrated as to their level of consciousness. And I've uh, used all of them throughout my letting go journey since 2003 to significant effect. And you can access these resources at the mindbodyspiritnetwork.com forward slash how to let go, all one word. And there will also be a link on that page um, in the show notes, for that page in the show notes. And it's a pretty comprehensive collection of resources, so um, if you don't have time to get into all of it today, I'd recommend you opt in to the How to Let Go email journey I've created. So I'll do a little uh, slow drip of all of these resources. I think I'm going to make it once, either once a week or once every other week. I haven't decided yet. We'll see. Maybe every other week so that you can be introduced to a technique and then, you know, kind of sit with it, be with it for a couple weeks before you come across another one. I haven't decided yet. I may do one every other week because not everything's going to be for you. Now, you'll choose one that just feels good. All right. That's it for today's second 1001 Ways of Being to Let Go Of. And um, again, it was a little longer than I intend these episodes to be, but I want to lay the groundwork for these type of episodes. So you start to get, you're going to shift energetically and understand when you get shifted into these higher states of awareness and alignment, you're going to start to feel it. And before I sign off today, I just want to say I I am doing the best that I can today, as are you and everyone else in the world. And as a reminder, this calibrates at 500 or 10 to the 500th power, known as the level of love on the logarithmic scale of consciousness. And this is one of my new go-to high-vibe reminders to myself. I have to say, when I say it, I think it. I can feel the energy and realignment with higher consciousness of it and just feel inner peace and relief by by using it. And this is going on, I did an episode, you should have come by it by now, about rules to live live by. And this is one of my top new rules to live by, which um, I'm going to go deeper into the rules to live by because I've had a lot of fun creating that uh, starter kit giveaway that's in that other episode. So that's it for today's episode. I'll see you again next week.
Hey there, lovey Lou. If you are new to your weekly dose of Higher Consciousness podcast or an avid listener, I have something just for you. I created a landing page with all of my playlists in one place. So for new listeners, I created a playlist called Foundational Basics. This is where you will want to begin to come up to speed on your understanding of the map of consciousness, a proven energy scale for realizing your ultimate potential by Dr. David R. Hawkins, and with where we are now. For avid listeners, I've created playlists for all of my popular topics like 1001 Ways to Be of Higher Consciousness, 1001 Ways to Let Go of, those great higher consciousness quizzes that helps you uh, test your your intuition and develop discernment skills, tools for transformation, high vibe book recommendations, and my general main topics. You can find all of these playlists on the website at themindbodyspiritnetwork.com forward slash podcast. Or you can find it in the link below in the show notes. Now back to today's episode. Mm 